What's up, people? Adam Hunter here, giving you a special podcast on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N. Today I'm talking to one of my favorite people, Heather Joe Clark, catching up with Heather, seeing how she's doing. Uh, she's a great girl. She's coming off a win in Invicta. When is she going to fight again? Who knows? Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Sparks Cannabis. It's a vertically integrated, family-owned, and operated cannabis company out of California's Central Valley. They want to remove the stigma and stereotypes that are associated with cannabis by showing how cannabis fits into the motto, everyone, every day. They have higher quality products, and they strive to provide curated experiences rather than a couch-locked high. Their Excite and Exhale product lines do that by focusing on the strains, terpenes, and how they interact to give you that curated experience. I'm all about it. I smoke this stuff. It's awesome. Highly recommend it. Okay, you got to try out their Sparks Lights. Their pre-rolls, premium 2 to 1 CBD THC flower. Same premium flower with less kick. All right? They love the planet. I love the planet which is why they strive to be as eco-friendly as possible. And they're proud to be one of the first farms to have technologically advanced greenhouses that are completely solar-powered, which helps them reduce their carbon uh, footprint. They also use state-of-the-art LED lighting, the highest quality nutrients, and a reverse osmosis water system to remove uh, contaminants from plants. Check them out at www.sparkscannabis.com. That's S-P-A-R-X-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S.com. Instagram, at Sparks Cannabis. Also, Speedweed. Marijuana is legal in California, so get it delivered right to you. Go to speedweed.com. They got everything. They got great marijuana. They got CBD. They have THC sex lube, which I love using with my wife. Highly recommend that. Try them out, speedweed.com. Mention Roasted, you get $10 off, $100 or more. Speedweed.com, they're awesome. Me, I just got off a cruise ship. I was doing comedy. I got heckled by like nine, six-year-olds. It was like a gang of five and six and seven-year-olds who were super cute, these kids. But, oh, God, it was like babysitting. I told them the show was sponsored by Planned Parenthood. They wouldn't stop. But uh, the shows I did were good. I got to do a cruise. I, I, I went to St. Thomas. Then I went from St. Thomas back to Miami and then out to uh, Grand Cayman, then Honduras. Then I flew to Houston. And now I'm in, uh, where am I? I am in Naples, Florida at Off the Hook Comedy Club. I saw some of the fights this week. Some of the fights were great. A lot of great fights. Uh, proud of Uriah Faber. Wow. I mean, h- how crazy was that? That dude is just, uh, I'm 41, and that dude made me feel really, really old because I was like, man, how did he do that? That was awesome. Uh, there were a lot of really good fights last weekend. Um, I was happy for a lot of uh, a lot of my friends that got, got, that got the wins. Uh, I like Jermaine Durandame. Uh, happy she won. But the fight was stopped early. I don't know. Uh, I think Herb Dean... I don't know, I think he has a soft spot for women. I hate to say it, but it seems to be he seems to end those fights a little a little quicker than other fights. Uh, Josh Emmett, Mursa Bektik, oh that dude is so good. But these Sacramento people really step up. Some people don't fight as well when they're kind of on their home turf. They get nervous and they gotta get everyone tickets and everyone's a pain in the ass. In fact, one of my friends went to go see me on the first time I did Leno, and I didn't even know who was there. And I was so appreciated because I had other friends that went to the green room and ate it and ate all the food and yada yada. So I give uh, – it says a lot when you don't ask for things. That's actually – like whenever I go support someone or I know someone, how someone has a big deal or a big show, I don't want to be that guy to ask them for tickets. I, I know they, they just have enough and I appreciate that when people don't ask me for stuff, when I have big stuff. But um, 
Yeah, there was some there was some great fights, uh, and I was proud. I was proud of Faber. Um, I was proud of uh, what else happened. Um, Andre Feely. Wow, did he look amazing? This is a whole different Andre Feely. A whole different Andre Feely. Juliana Pena. Good for her. Girl had a baby. Lost the first round. She's got character. She's got toughness. Ryan Hall. Oh, Darren Elkins. I love Darren Elkins. He just couldn't. He just got hurt. I, I don't think he was expecting that kick. I wasn't. Everyone, you think of your eye hall, you don't think of kicks. Next thing I know, he, he hurts him. Darren Elkins. Oh, man. How do you train for a guy like Uriah Hall? Who do you bring in to emulate what Uriah Hall is going to do? I don't know anybody. I mean, that dude is just a... He's a beast. Uh, but I was happy for Feely. Uh, I was happy for uh, for Faber. Happy for Jermaine because I think that she gets a bad rap because of the Holly Holm fight and because she didn't fight Cyborg. She is awesome. She is tough. She just... I don't know. Maybe didn't hear the bell or really wanted to keep fighting. But... Uh, Jermaine Durandame is an awesome fighter, and I was happy she, she's back on the winning track because I think she was getting a lot of hate from people, and I've spoken to her, and she's cool as shit. She's a warrior. This chick was doing kickboxing back in the day when there was no money in kickboxing. There's still probably no money in kickboxing, but she just does it out of love. She's a cool chick, that girl. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. And as much as I'm happy for Uriah Faber, I'm happy they didn't give him the title shot because beating Ricky Simone does not grant you a title shot, and... I'm happy because that would have been ridiculous. If they just would have put him up against Cejudo, as much as I'd like to see it, it'd be fun. Come on. In fact, it should be TJ Dillashaw versus Faber. That should be the fight. Teacher versus student. Old man versus young man. Cheater versus non-cheater. That's a fight I want to see. Who wouldn't see that? I'd go see it. This week, Rafael Dos Anjos is fighting Leon Edwards. Uh, tough fight. I think Rafael, based on how he looked against Kevin Lee, I got to go for him. Walt Harris, my man, I think he's going to knock out Alexi Olnick. I do. He seems to be uh, undefeated against white guys. Juan Adams versus Greg Hardy. This is the fight I'm looking forward to. Juan Adams hates Greg Hardy. Fucking hates him. And Greg Hardy is an easy guy to hate based on his past. Look, everyone deserves a second chance, maybe. I don't know. Do they deserve a second chance? I mean, do murderers deserve second chances? Not that Hardy's a murderer, but I I mean... He did beat up a woman, I mean, uh, or allegedly, or some shit went down where he got kicked out of the NFL. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. But this Juan Adams guy, I am a fan. He's pretty funny, too. Dan Hooker versus James Vick. That's a great fight. Dan Hooker is a guy that you have to murder to stop. And James Vick's the same way. I think Hooker's got the advantage in striking. No, Vick's got the advantage in striking. Hooker's got the advantage, I think, in, on the ground. I think, but Vic's pretty good on the ground. And Vic's been practicing Kung Fu. Kung Fu! The legend continues. Can't wait for that fight. Arlovsky versus Rothwell. Uh, I don't know who wins that fight. Ben Rothwell, man. He got popped for, I think, PEDs. He should win this fight, but who knows? I mean, these guys, this is like a Bellator main event. Bruce Leroy, uh, come on, man. He's the best 14-11 and 11 fighter in the UFC. Raquel Pennington, got to root for Raquel. That's my girl against Aldana. I like Aldana, but Raquel's my girl. Smiling Sam is also my guy. I don't know who Kidston and Brew is, but uh, come on, Smiling Sam. Last time it was Angry Sam. He got really pissed that fight was stopped. But you can't get not, you can't, I know he, that fight should not have been stopped, but you can't fight like that. Ray Borg, my man, fighting Gabriel Silva. Got to go with Borg. That dude is going through a much bigger fight than what's on in the octagon with his son. and I like that guy a lot. Uh, There's a lot of good fights coming up. 
That's this Saturday. Anyway, we're talking to Heather Joe Clark. Let's talk to Heather. I uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. Check it out. Beautiful, sweet. Heather Joe Clark, how are you? I'm fine, okay. How are you, Adam? Good. I, I saw that you, uh, by the way, if you don't know, Heather is dating my old wrestling coach, one of my, my good friends, Connor. You guys live together, right? Yep. You guys want a, a vacation? I saw him, t- him, him post out, like, I never go on vacations. I'm like a miserable guy. How did you go on a vacation? Uh, what happened? I didn't make him. I just told him that, you know, it's all about balance. And he works. He's a workaholic. Um, he works a lot. And, you know, I, I commend him for that. But at the same time, you know, I, I think that you got to find balance. So I got him away and we went to Tulum for like four days. And it was amazing. What's Tulum? Tulum is right under Cancun. So it's in Mexico. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful little, little village. They have these like cenotes, which are these, uh, fresh water, like little cave, uh, I can't like, ponds kind of, I guess we went to scuba diving and which was his first time. Um, it was, it was amazing. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you teaching my man culture, which is great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> now, by the way, I went back and, uh, what are you up to? Because I, I, I was looking at your last fight. I watched it again yesterday. It was a great fight, by the way. Very mm. smart, very smart fight on on your part. It was like yes. the, the rounds were very close, and then you got takedowns. I think in the first and the second, with like twenty seconds to go, you shot a great double. I'm a great Thank person you. I've ever seen. You shot a double in my life. It was a great, beautiful double. I think well, it was the second. So, thank you. Yeah, it was smart. I, uh, you know, I'd been off for a little bit. And, you know, I had, had to change camps and I moved to, to a different state. Um, my, my coach that I'd been working with, Mark Montoya, like told me like the week before the fight that he wasn't going to be able to corner me because he had a last minute fight. Uh, he had to go with uh, Anthony Smith to Germany. He was fighting the next day after me. So, um, you know, James Krause ended up cornering me with, uh, with Connor. And, you know, so there was a lot of things. You know, my coach had passed away um, the year before, and it's just there was a lot of emotions going into that fight. So I, I gasped a little bit in the third. I think, you know, I tried to try to stay centered and everything, but I definitely uh, had some emotions that were subconscious, I think, in there that allowed me to gasp. And, um, you know, again, I had to play it smart and get the win. And, yeah, it was, it was, a, good, it was a good win for me. Have you worked with James Krause before? No, <laughs> um, I'd met him, you know, several times uh, working for Guard Lab uh, before, and and then you know he came up and was working because he he trained at Factory X as well, um, you know, for some of his camps and stuff. So I'd met him there. Um, he showed me something on the ground once, but I'd never like hit pads with him or anything. So the first time I ever hit pads with him was just a few days before my fight. So you had a guy coaching in your corner who had no idea how you fight. Correct. I mean, but, but he did know Mark Montoya's style and he had talked to him. Mark, you know, filled him in on what the game plan was. Um, James had also worked with Robert Fallis, So he kind of knew what Robert's style was. And I was kind of working with both, you know, both those styles for that fight. So it ended up working um, really well. James was a great, great corner. Um, he he was able to really, you know, um, kind of keep, stay calm and, 
and keep me in that headspace because I feel like when I have a corner that's like screaming at me, I don't, I don't do well. And so mm. um, his style matched with my ability to, uh, to stay calm and, and, and collected. And, and it, yeah, so he, he, you know, it worked out and then, you know, I had Connor there too. So that was helpful. Now, a lot of your fights that were uh, decisions, they didn't go your way, but they could have went your way. Your Felice yeah. fight, a couple other fights. Were you worried going into the when they're announcing the judges, like, oh no, they might not give it to me? You no, know, you never know, obviously. But I, I definitely felt like I did enough to win. Um, so at at that moment, I was thinking that I won. But you know, if I if I had lost, I think I would have been, you know, a little bit bummed, but would have been proud with my performance anyway, and 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 the thing that you know that I was able to come back and do that. It was also the first fight my dad wasn't there. Oh wow! Um, yeah, my dad had been in my corner for every fight. Obviously, not the one in the Ultimate Fighter, um, but every other fight. And so he had just—he basically was protesting against me fighting still because I have this plate in my eye, my orbital, that one of the doctors I saw um, told me that it could possibly like blind me if if I broke one of the <laughs> one of the bones in my face. So he was he was against me fighting and um and wasn't going to be there. So you know there's a lot of things, but yeah, um I feel like uh it, you know I was able to pull through and I was on the momentum, you know after that fight to fight Mizuki in the co-main event in November of last year. Um and then I was like kind of getting ready for that fight i was drilling flow sparring with one of the guys at factory x uh, an amateur 55 pound guy and motherfucker lit me up um for no damn reason i was super pissed you know he didn't drop me didn't stumble me or anything but definitely was going a little bit hard and i was really upset about it because there was like no fucking reason to do it um little you know and then we fast forward to a little over 10 months from that happening and I've been dealing with a major uh, brain injury from it. Brain injury? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you guys are sparring, flow sparring, which means... Not, like, yeah, not like, even sparring. It was like tech sparring, basically. Like So like 30%, 20% kind of? Yeah. It's supposed to be, yeah. And the guy just started just pounding on you? Yeah, he just lit me up. He just threw, threw several combinations that were very fast and, and hard and... I think it, you know, it was a combination of like the speed of of, of snapping my head back. Um, I don't know, you know, I, you know, I tried so many times since then to like figure out if it was one certain punch or whatever, but it's it was so hard to tell. Um, you know, I've talked to to several people, gone to several doctors, uh, neurologists. I went the UFC actually flew me out to Vegas. I saw the dime, uh, sorry, the Cleveland Clinic. They're doing a fighter study there, and I've previously done a couple uh, MRIs there, you know, just for um, for the study. So they had something to look, you know, years back and see, like, if anything had changed in my brain. And, you know, nothing had changed. Um, so there was a lot that they could tell me, which is pretty amazing that they have over 700 fighters in that study and really don't have that much information from that, which is insane. Um, but, yeah, he... You know, I think it might have been accumulation of punches. Um, you know, a couple of weeks before that, I was sparring. Um, that was it with, with like, was it big gloves or or uh, small gloves? We were in big gloves. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
Now, so, did, did, like, did the coach say anything? Did you did you tell him what are you doing? Did anybody oh yeah, like- yeah, yeah. It was the last round, so it was like two minute. We were doing these two minute text sparring rounds, or Mark called float, and he was actually about ten feet away from me when it happened. He said he saw the end of it, and he said, "I I, I was like, what the fuck?" You know, I was, I was pissed, and and then I want walked over to Mark, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that was about, but that's not okay. Like that's not cool that, that he did that. And then Mark's like, oh, well, let me go talk to him. So Mark goes to talk to him. Next thing I know, I'm like, I'm on the bench, you know, getting my gear off. And he comes over to me and he's like, hey, you know, uh, taps me on the back with one arm and says, uh, good sparring. And I was, I think oh. I was supposed to be saying, sorry, I didn't mean to go that hard. But, you know, the little ass uh, still hasn't to this day said a word to me. Um, I've been in the gym a couple times um shooting pictures and and one time I brought a friend over there you know and I've seen him and he just doesn't say a word to me and and he knows damn right that he was the one that that caused this so you know again it I can't necessarily blame it just on him I mean I I I got to say you know it's been uh, a long journey and many punches to the head and some doctors think that it's the accumulation you know um, I did get rocked a little bit a couple weeks before that uh, from a girl I was sparring with on one of Pat Barry's classes, and you know she she just did this overhand bomb and and rocked me, and so you know again I don't know if it was accumulation of that or, or it's so hard to tell, but and Adam it's it's been debilitating you know I I haven't I've had a headache literally every single day for almost uh, 11 months now. Um, I've seen, you know, I sought out um, specialists, uh, headache specialists. I've done, you know, concussion uh, training, uh, rehabilitation stuff um, at CU, which is the Colorado State University. And I mean, I've, I've literally done everything. I've been on all types of medications to prevent the headaches and, um, all of those didn't work. So eventually they actually, um, allowed me to do the insurance paid for a, a Botox therapy, which is they do like, tw- I think it was like 23 injections all over your head and your neck and it's supposed to prevent headaches. So when I did that, I actually got a little bit of relief. Um, you know, my headaches weren't as as bad as they were before that and so I was able to get back in the 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 gym and start lifting weights a little bit um now we're six weeks into that treatment seven weeks into that treatment and the the migraines are coming back the headaches are getting worse so I go back for my next injection in August um and I'm like literally counting the days because does does the marijuana help or no it doesn't you know it, it basically well it doesn't help with the headaches what it does help is with my my anxiousness, my um, my kind of like uh, what's the word, just kind of irritability, you know that I that I've had, you know, and I think a lot of fighters have that irritability. It's definitely a symptom from brain trauma, uh, which I think every fighter has, um, you know, and that irritability does get help by smoking weed and I think a lot of fighters smoke weed or eat weed or whatever for that and so again yeah that helps but it doesn't help with the headaches so yeah now now when you went home and told Connor about what happened did he go to the gym and try to fight the guy or so so the plan was like that was I think a Tuesday it was actually 9-11 of all all days super easy to remember obviously 
but uh, I think it was like a Tuesday. And so Friday is sparring at Factory X and Connor's plan was to go down there and beat the shit out of him. And, and Mark was like, you know, okay, yeah, like that's how we work these things out. Let him beat his ass and then he'll learn his lesson. Um, so Mark was all good about it. But then Friday came, I thought that I was just, you know, dealing with a small concussion. I was like, oh, well, we'll just go next Friday. I'll be, I'll be better. I'll be training again. And we'll go together. It's stupid for you to go if I'm not going up kind of thing. So uh, Friday came, we didn't go. The next Friday came, we didn't go. And then actually Connor tore his AC or AC separation in his shoulder, um, you know, skateboarding with his dog. So it, it was no longer an option um, to beat his ass. But, oh you my know, God. yeah, maybe, maybe in the future. <laughs> Nah, keeps, you're better off letting it go, I guess. He keeps saying, he's like, let him do his pro debut against me, Heather. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. He knows. I don't know if any, anybody will, like, sanction that. <laughs> and that's what I said. That's what I said. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I did got to say, during your fight, though, you went for the head and arm again. What's going on with his head and arm? I head and arm from more... the standing? Yeah. I said no more I head did? and arm. Yeah, that's okay. It's all good. I don't. I don't remember that. I, oh. I think it's just a, a bad habit, obviously. But um, and, and yeah. by the way, I think you're undefeated against girls with chest tattoos. Because <laughs> this girl has chest tattoo. Rowdy Beck had a chest tattoo. Uh, oh goodness! You you should yeah. only fight girls with chest tattoos. Okay, I'll let them know. You know that they gotta have that. No. So you know, in terms of am I done? Am I not? I don't know. You know, I, every day I I hope that I'm gonna wake up better and. So far, it hasn't happened. Um, you know, Connor's really pushing me to like. Well, I think if you if you just say you're retired, then you'll you'll start to get better. You'll come to terms with it. This is an emotional thing, and I'm like, mm, how about not? Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm just taking it day to day. One of my pet peeves is people that say they're retired just to get the attention. You know, the the woe is me type shit, and then they come back like an, a, a year later. You know, it's different if it's like. Uriah Faber, and he comes back three years later because he's, you know, they're, they're fighting in his hometown, and okay, and then he goes and knocks someone out. Well, maybe he thinks about doing another fight. You know, so there are exceptions or whatever, but I'm just, I'm just trying to get better, and that's my focus. It's not necessarily anywhere else. So, yeah. Are you uh, sparring at all? No, man. I haven't been able to train at all. Like, haven't been back. Um, like no jujitsu either. You know, obviously, you know, Connor and I opened 10th Planet Denver back in November, which was a blessing, I guess, uh, that we created that something out of, uh, you know, this horrible thing that happened to me. Because I would have been fighting in November. There was no way we would have been able to open the gym. It was something, we, you know, we both wanted to do for a long time. And um, so we were able to open it. And, you know, we have over 80 members now. Um, wow. Than, yeah, in less than a year. So... That's something that's been been taken up my time is is coaching. You know, it's it's a new thing to be called coach, um, and I really like it, and I really enjoy coaching next to him. And you know, it's been um, definitely hard on our relationship, but it's something that's making our relationship stronger because we get through these things. Why you know, is it hard? Yeah, because he's got his way, and I got my way. We both have been, you know, he's got his way that he's been taught this wrestling thing, you know, for instance, okay, Connor started wrestling at four years old. Um, I started wrestling at 28. So I understand when we get adults that have like 
no idea, have never done wrestling, never done jujitsu. And they're like, you know, they don't, I remember what that was like, you know, cause I, I was an adult. Whereas Connor is like, he walked into jujitsu with a full uh, wrestling background, wrestling in college, wrestling in high school. His dad was his wrestling coach. He had this amazing, you know, skill. So when he started jujitsu, he wasn't getting tapped left and right. He was able to, he was basically a blue belt, right? Yeah. Um, so he doesn't understand what it is to be a white belt. And so oftentimes I have to kind of take him back a little bit. Like he gets ahead of himself. He's, he's a phenomenal coach, um, but he, he just gets so excited and gets ahead of himself. And I'm like, okay, we need to take that back 12 steps. Um, and, and just that was, that was the problem I had a little bit with Ted in general was like, I was learning these crazy, fancy electric chair sweeps, but I'm like, all right, how do I do a triangle? Uh, <laughs> how do I do just a guillotine? Like, this is great, but I don't, I like, I'm learning this great 10-step move, but yeah. I just want to know a very basic move, and then we'll go from there. I think wrestling, it's like, you can't just jump into a wrestling class. Like, you can't just jump into, like, a high school wrestling class in, like, the middle of the season and expect to catch on. Like, right. a, guy, a guy will take you to the corner and show you some very, you know, stance and doubles yeah. and singles. And eventually yeah. you'll be able to join. Whereas jujitsu, like, it's just like one continuous class. So you, people just join at like, at like level nine and eventually yeah. try to come go back. But I think that there has to be a better way. Well, we are starting, we are going to be starting a fundamental, fundamental class uh, soon. So that I think that's going to help a lot too. Um, so people that are brand new can come to that and at least get a you know a base before they get into the the other class, which is again is all levels. But yes. you know, for instance, you know he'll be showing a wrestling move, um, and he's like, okay, you know this is going to be a Russian two on one to this, and it's like he'll show that, and that's that's enough for one class is just getting the Russian, and then he's like, we're going to do the Russian, we're going to do snatch to the single, you're going to do the dump, then we're going to do the fireman's, you know, and we're going to, it's like, holy shit, yeah. Yeah. you know, slow down, you know, but it's the same thing, I'm like, no, 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 you know, you don't get it, it's like, and then the next day, we're supposed to be re reviewing that last move, and he's like, but he changes it ever so slightly, and he's like, but it's the same thing, and I'm like, to you, it's the same thing, but to everybody else, it's not. Look around; people are, you know. So it's it's uh it's really good actually. I think we we you know complement each other real well. I think people they you know they get a kick out of it um, for sure, and and they see that you know we both have a lot of skills, but that I kind of can be a little bit more relatable uh, to them because I I've been there, and again I did start as an adult, so. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we complement each other in that sense, but it is, it's, it's been hard because I think Connor, you know, thinks that like I'm questioning his skill or his abilities when it's not that. It's just we need to to break, you know, break it down a little bit more. Um, and so, yeah, it's been it's been fun. Um, you know, we have some amazing students. We actually won Naga this year. Uh, wow. Yeah, we won Naga. It was hilarious. We we get this box in uh in the gym and he's he, he's like, "What what what is this?" We, you know, we didn't order anything. Maybe somebody won a belt and they had to send it to him. So, he opens the box. It's this big trophy and he's like, "I have never seen Connor so happy in in the almost 2 years we've been together." He wow. he, he picks up this trophy and he's like, "Yes." 
<laughs> oh my god you know and he's screaming and everyone's looking at him and just with their mouth dropped like holy shit like you know um i got some of it on camera i i posted it. if you're interested in seeing it go to go to our uh our instagram page i posted a, a you know his reaction it was hilarious but we just won another tournament this weekend called colorado jiu-jitsu club um and as a team you know we brought 22 competitors and yeah we, we won that as well so it's amazing that's great no i remember coaching with him he, he had a torn acl and he would sit on the sidelines and i would coach and i look over he'd be like wrong i'm like, <laughs> I'm like thanks buddy like I'm, I'm teaching like a 10 year old with all their faith in me and he's just yelling wrong <laughs> I'm gonna try that today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I was, I, yeah. And then like, and then at the time, he may have been like doing some other stuff that was not legal, and he like accused one kid of like, I think this kid's smoking weed. I'm like, you probably sold it to him, like directly. So, uh, yeah, Connor. So you know, you know my pain. No, I'm just kidding. He's, yeah, um, but he's got a huge heart, though. Huge heart. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's what you know. What more than anything, the reason why our students are doing so well. Um, is because of his heart, because he cares, because, you know, his consistency um, and, and you know, we do a quote of the day. We show, you know, a lot of, uh, of compassion for our, for our, our students. And, and that I think, you know, we show up at the tournaments to coach them and everything. And this is what, you know, the community, it's like that believe to believe is, is, you know, if we believe in them, it really helps them to believe in themselves and they grow and they get better. Um, and that's something that I learned from from my coach Robert Fallis. Um, I've never had a coach care for me so much that I, I, it gave me tremendous confidence in myself and, and allowed me to shine um, brighter than I'd ever had. So that's something that we really, you know, take pride in and and being a community um, that we don't allow any bullying, we don't allow any, you know, any um, egos on the mat, and and that's something that that our our students really care about as well and and so it's great there's no clicks there's no there's no drama um so and then on top of it we've actually been gifted the opportunity to also coach the mma team at genesis which uh you know nate mark court's in there he's not fighting anymore but he's in the class we've got a couple of bellator guys um you know rose i think is going to be rose nama Yunus is going to be joining shortly and and jj aldridge and Wow. And stuff like that. So it's it's really cool because, you know, I would have been really upset if, if I wouldn't have been able to continue to use the knowledge that I have. I, have. I feel like I have a lot of knowledge um, from, a, you know, training at two of the best camps in the world, Jackson Winks and, and Extreme Couture, and, and just passing that on to these uh, fighters. And at first, you know... It, they kind of looked at me, you know, they were like, who the hell is this girl think she is? Yeah, she's fought in the UFC a couple times, but, um, and it's changed over the last few months. You know, they really respect me and they and they listen and then they pull off the move that I showed them and they're like, oh my God, okay, this girl knows, you know, she knows what she's talking about. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a, the, the transition um, into coaching is, it was crazy that it kind of happened um, at the exact moment that I needed it because, you know, Adam, if, if I didn't and I, you know, I obviously can't work right now. I don't know if I'm going to wake up with a migraine or not. And, um, you know, so getting, having this opportunity to be of service and, and to be of help, uh, with my knowledge has been, is such a, a blessing. That sounds good. Now, I read that 95% of gyms fail 
as far as not being able to make money and uh, how are you guys able to not fail? Well, we have been profit profitable uh, since the first month, um, and that was because we we played our our cards right. We we rented a space in another gym. We've actually been we're on our third space right now because we've been pretty much outgrown uh, the other spaces, and um, you know so we keep our expenses low. We have, um, and then we you know we actually believe it or not uh, with eighty plus members. We haven't done any marketing outside of just posting on Facebook, Instagram, things like that. And, you know, it's hilarious. When we ask people how they heard about us, can you guess what they say? Um, They're friends. Joe Rogan. Really? Yes, because 10 Planet, you know, with, uh, you know, everyone listens to fucking Joe Rogan. If you're into MMA or, or martial arts, like you listen to Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan always has Eddie on the show. He talks about 10th planet jujitsu and there's only three 10th planet jujitsu schools in Colorado. One's in Colorado Springs, which is about an hour and a half from us. One is in Boulder. uh, And then us and Connor's the only black belt because the other two schools are brown belts. Um, And and, and Connor's not only a black belt, but a black belt under Eddie. So, people gravitate towards us but literally we're like how'd you hear about us joe rogan like oh my god so that's great that's great amazing it's incredible now i know that you came from i know like extreme couture and some places you came from they were kind of like they weren't really buying or even drysdale not really buying into the eddie bravo system at first they were kind of like uh you know just sort of like who's this guy yada yada you know spider guard and rubber guard doesn't really work has it been hard for you to kind of buy into the tenth planet system from where you come from? No, because I've I've actually been training tenth planet on and off for many years. I, you know, being from LA, I would go and train with uh, Eddie at uh, HQ. Um, Any time that I would come home from Albuquerque or from Extreme Couture and go to LA, I, I'd always train with Eddie, and so I was really. I really liked the system. I, I never learned rubber guard because, you know, I've always been taught in MMA, you don't play on the bottom. Um, and, and so I, I didn't really, and, and still to this day, I, I don't tell guys to use rubber guard in MMA unless they're masters, unless they're, you know, Tony Ferguson's or, or Connor, uh, you know, Connor Hume, but like, let's use, let's use our, our skills to get on top and, and play the 10 planet system on top. <laughs> Um, I just, I still, I'm not a big believer in that for MMA. Um, I think there's time, you know, coach Fallis used to say, you can never say never. Uh, there's always going to be a time now if you, you know, like that fight that I fought with Alexa Grasso and my, I couldn't see out of one eye, you know, would it have been a bad idea to maybe pull guard and, and, and work some, some attacks from the bottom, which I have, I, you know, I have good arm bars. I have good arm drags to the back and, and things like that. Would that have been a, a good plan at that moment? Yeah, absolutely. Because I was doing great in the striking. I was scared as fuck to get knocked out at that moment because I couldn't see. So there's always moments that, you know, these things and having these skills are going to be uh, beneficial to you. And I think in, in the straight jujitsu game, it's phenomenal. I mean, you know, that rubber guard game and, and stuff is is awesome. Right. No, it's true. I, I like you see some guys pull it off. Some guys pull it off, but then yeah, I think other times you see a lot more guys try to pull it off and then to get, get smashed. Yeah. Than, than guys that actually pull it off. Maybe because they they like stress it more. 
Yeah. Well, no. yeah. It's like you know, if you're if you're a master at it, then by all means use it. But if you're not, then yeah, you're 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 putting yourself in a really bad position. And and then the way that the judges score these fights, you know, regardless if you're attacking and not even getting hit, but you're on the bottom and not and you don't finish, then you've lost the round. Have you thought about entering any kind of tournaments? You know, that's definitely in the future. You know, I, I would love to do EBI. I would love to do even combat jujitsu. I don't think people would be able to hit me with my knowledge of, of ground and pound and being and being able to stay safe. Um, so it's something that I would I definitely want to do in the future. And, you know, would I love to do some of these, like, fight to win professional uh, matches and stuff where you get paid a little bit of money and stuff? Yeah, you know, that's definitely – that's definitely happening. Um, when? Who knows? Because, you know, I got to get better first. Do you, do you miss being the ripped Heather? Because I remember, like, when, when, you, when you start training, training, you get, like, jacked. I mean, you, yes. like, like, you yes. get, like, like, hand jobs galore where you just, like, like squirting. What does that even mean? I'm just saying um, it looks like you can give a handy and, like, two-stroke squirt. Like oh, that's, oh, that's okay. Because that that's makes no sense, Adam. But, yeah, I, I definitely – Yeah. I definitely feel – um soft you know and that and thank god i've been able to lift a little bit over the last month but um yeah i i won't even wear shorts right now like come on why not because i i don't like the softness i don't i don't feel comfortable in my own skin at the moment you know i i swear i know it's a body dysmorphia it's uh, you know i don't i you know i'm not would love to have your body well I appreciate that, but you know we're we're all you you know it's like I'm used to being fit like my whole life i've I've been an athlete my whole life and um and and active, and so I have this idea of what to me i i I feel comfortable with and you know I'm not bulimic, I'm not anorexic, I still eat, I still you know eat stuff probably I shouldn't because I'm trying to lose weight, but at the same time too, it's like I feel like i'm I'm skinny fat so if I were to do a bunch of cardio and get rid of all that cellulite on my legs, then I would look like a pencil, and then I, you know, yeah, but guys I, like a girl with a little, a little chunk in the trunk. I mean, well, and that, and that's why I, I haven't been doing a ton of cardio on top of the fact that I can't get my heart rate above 150 without like literally feeling like I'm gonna pass out. Um, uh-huh. I know it's fucking crazy. Like I'll be doing single leg squats or whatever, and I have to like sit down before I can do like the other leg. It's it's insane, um, you know. So I, I, I'm just yeah. It's it's hard. Connor's been, you know, he's been amazing. He's always you know trying to. But he likes me. a big. Connor, he likes he he likes a big ass. I like I know Connor. Oh yeah, like for him. sure. Well, and that's why I don't want to do a bunch of cardio and lose my ass. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm just doing the the heavy lifting and trying to build before I can cut. So um, you know, What's up with his yeah, beard like, now though. Does he still have that beard? He he has a beard. It's not it's not super long. It's it's like a short beard. Yeah, tell him to not do that. It looks, it looks like he just did that like that like face app, but like in like real life. <laughs> he did that yesterday. I'll have him send it to you. It's so funny. Uh, He's like, did you do, do it, Heather? I'm like, no, no, I don't. I'm not doing it. I, I was like, that can tell me what I'm gonna look like, but fuck that shit. I'm gonna look better than that. So I don't even want to tell see you it. when I got so mad at him because he came to my show and heckled me. Yeah, I like I like brought him there. And then he like, and then he punched my friend in the car ride home. He got so drunk, we started punching my friend. Like, yeah, yeah, this is funny. And my friend's like, 
is like this nerdy guy that like school teacher that's like getting punched by a professional fighter. <laughs> oh my god! Well, <laughs> you know he hasn't drank since uh, December. Oh, wow! Uh, December, yeah, he he gave up gave up alcohol for this year, and you know we'll see what happens next year. But that was something he he decided. Obviously, I'm allergic to alcohol. I don't drink either. Um, he's also went vegan. Um, so you know, big changes for Connery's. He's a he's a new man. He you know when we met he had like all his um, vitamins and, and minerals and all that shit tested and stuff was low and and then he went vegan and everything's like normal now. So it's pretty crazy. I had so much fun coaching with him. One time we had a we had a match where it was like our third match and some random black kid shows up and he's like I'm here for the match and I was like Connor have you ever seen this kid before? He's like never. <laughs> And then someone's like, I don't think he goes to our school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then Connor wanted to throw him in. I'm like, you can't throw him. You can't let him wrestle. And then the kid literally just showed up. That's <laughs> hilarious. Connor was well, like, I like your style. <laughs> that's not far from how he is now. We we get guys with, like, one week, two weeks, and he's like, you, you're you competing this weekend? <laughs> yeah, we had, we, had, we had so much fun. I mean, I honestly had – it was me, him, and Dan Hardy – uh, oh, I love like, Dan Hardy. And like the and like and like Toby Greer. I don't know Toby. Oh he was God, a, Toby. <laughs> he was a, and, then, and then Einstein, uh, Scott yep. Epstein. That that was our wrestling class. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was so it was so much fun. Connor was like he was legit one of the funniest people I ever met in my life. He was yeah, a good dude. Like one time there was like one of my exes wanted to hook up with him, and I was like, yeah, I think my ex likes you, and he's like, I would never hook up with your ex, and and I was like, that's. Awesome. Like most guys like, would have been cool. like, you know, would have banged her. Yeah, he's like, at least I will, but I won't tell you about it. No, no, he wouldn't. Connor's like, he's a, he's one of those dudes that like, he's the kind of guy that also, if I ever had like a dead body, he'd be on my top five. Oh, God. Oh, God. Don't do it, Adam. Don't do it. No, I'm not going to kill somebody. I'm just saying I would call him. <laughs> I, would, I would. And then one time we had this roast. We roasted like Octomom, a bunch of like the mistresses. Of of like Tiger Woods and with Tila Tequila, just like the worst people you could met. And then Connor came with his girlfriend at the time, who then got mad at him because these are the kind of girls he would go for. Like right, like, like she was like she was yelling at him for that. Like he didn't even do anything. Oh uh, man, that's funny. Good times, good times. So uh, cool. Well, Heather, so well, I don't know what to expect. You sound like you're in a happy, good, a good place. Like you're happy. Well, yes and no. You know, I'm not happy that not being able to do what I love ultimately the most, and that's fighting um, and training for fighting. I, I, I enjoy both. I, I really enjoy the whole training for a fight and, and getting in there and, and testing my my abilities, you know, my body and spirit. Um, and, and not having that has been really hard. But like I said, I am blessed to have this this amazing gym and this community of people behind me um that look up to me and you know so that that has really been like tremendous but yeah I want to get better so if anyone's listening and has any any feedback on um what what I should do to help these headaches you know everyday headaches and stuff I I'm, I'm all ears um you know we got on top of this something I wanted to mention was a good friend of mine, Rudy Morales, um, you know, the guy who started the Believe to Believe movement. Um, he's he's suffering from a lung disease right now that he doesn't even know how he got it. And, you know, he's been 
he actually thinks he might be dealing with the concussion symptoms similar to me as well on top of this lung disease. But we recently put up a, a GoFundMe. Uh, Adam uh, will will post it. I, I, I know that he's already donated, so I appreciate that, Adam. Um, and, you know, if if you can help Rudy out at all, he's, he's trying to get this treatment in Arizona that is not um, something that the insurance will pay for. So with this treatment, you know, I think it's like a stem cell treatment or something. Um, there's been all like 95% uh, rate that, that he can recover from this and, and whatnot. So, you know, Rudy's really inspirational guy goes out of his way to help people constantly. Yeah. yeah tremendous fighters fought for Bellator fought for world series of fighting or, or pro fighter pro fighters league, I guess it is now. Um, you know, Tabate too. Tabate, correct. And, you know, he also started his own promotion, Real Water MMA. Um, this is a guy that, that basically was, um, brought over here from Guatemala and, um, has fought his whole life to get to where he is. Nothing, nothing was given to him, but he, you know, really, um, has, has done, has put in the work and made the impossible possible for himself. So, if you can if you can spare five dollars, um, everything helps. Even just sharing the the GoFundMe is helping. So, you know, everybody, please uh, think think about doing that because that would be very um, really great um, to to do. <laughs> Got it. Well, thank you, Heather. Always good talking to you. When are you back in LA? Anytime soon? I don't know. You know, um, there was something out there that I wanted to come out for. I can't remember. But yeah, hopefully we'll be out there soon. I I think there's a Tenth Planet, uh, big seminar thing going on. We might be coming out for. I'm not sure when that is, but definitely let you know. Um, you you know you're always welcome up here. We'd love to have you. Um, and you know get you doing some comedy for our, our gym. I I guarantee we could get a a private show and people would pay for that. So if that's I'm in. I'm in. That'd be great. Yeah. I'm totally in. Yeah. That'd be great. Cool. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Heather. Tell Connor, but give him my best, and uh, I will. And have some, have some kids. <laughs> no kids, no kids. All we'll, right. we'll, we'll take yours off your hands uh, and and babysit, and then we'll remember why we don't want to have kids. Absolutely. No, not that she's she's a doll. She's a doll. She's, you know, one of the beautiful, most beautiful babies I've ever seen. By the way, she's so oh, cute. I know. Super cute. She's the best. Yeah. She's the best. Awesome. Well, right, thank you, Heather. Adam. I appreciate too. your time and. And uh, hopefully see you soon. Absolutely. Take care. All right. That was Heather Joe Clark. So I hope you learned a lot. Love Heather. Great personality. Great fighter. Tough breaks. But there's a girl that she should be coaching. She's a great coach. Girl thinks too much. If you know Heather, she is a warrior. She thinks too much. She's in her head. She's a beautiful person. There's a, there's a good girl that should be coaching. And I'm happy that she's with Connor. Connor's one of my good old friends. Uh, I should have invited him to my wedding. That's something I, I look, I, I, Connor, if you're listening to this, sorry if you didn't get the invite. I love you, man. And Heather too, both of them. I don't know what I was thinking. Anyway, thank you for uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, it's on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N. If you enjoy it, make sure you endorse me. Tell everyone to endorse me. I'll keep putting stuff up. You keep listening, I'll keep putting stuff up. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Bye-bye.